Welcome to Volume 5 of Behind the Rain, an audio anthology of Oklahoma poetry presented by the Okie Bookcast. This one's special because it marks the first anniversary of the anthology. Since Volume 1 launched last year, we've presented 56 poems by 31 Oklahoma poets. It's been an incredible run so far, and we're just getting started. My name is Jay Hall, and it's my honor and pleasure to produce Behind the Rain and to share these great poets with you. We've got 11 poems in this volume with a mix of familiar voices and some who are brand new to the anthology. If this is your first time listening to Behind the Rain, here's what you can expect. You'll get to hear each poet perform their original work specifically selected for inclusion. I'll introduce each one prior to their performance, and we'll include links in the show notes to websites and social media where you can connect with and find out more about each of them. Remember, you can hear the previous volumes of Behind the Rain on our website at okiebookcast.com slash behind the rain. Quick note before we get started. If you're an Oklahoma poet and would like to submit work for consideration in the next volume, go to okiebookcast.com slash behind the rain for details. Submissions for volume six close in September. Now, please enjoy volume five of Behind the Rain. Rebecca Lemke is a voice actor, audiobook narrator, author, artisan, wife, and mom. When she isn't caring for indoor plants or homeschooling her son, she's writing on her dystopian series, Gene Shifters, and talking herself down from buying more yarn. Dreamwalking by Rebecca Lemke I pass through a memory or two on my way to you. Surely you won't be far. I just don't know where you are. Suddenly things change. Time and truth, they rearrange. Are you the same? Am I? Is all of this a lie? This palace is a mystery, and it rewrites all our history. The truth is concealed here, but at the same time, it's crystal clear. Through all that's wrong and all that's right, we'll make it through the darkest night. If only everything was as it seemed. And this wasn't all just a dream. Brand Rackley should be a familiar voice to faithful listeners of Behind the Rain. He has the distinction of being the only poet to appear in all five volumes. Brand is a native Oklahoman, Cherokee Nation citizen, writer, poet, and actor. You'll be able to pick up more of Brand's poetry when his first printed collection releases in August. Bullheaded. I made this ride a hundred times before. Turn in, lean, spin, grip tight, hold on for dear life. They say hold a kiss for six seconds, it builds a stronger bond, but this is a love-hate relationship. I'm going for eight, barely hanging on. When it fits, love fits like a glove, but this is fits and starts. It's playing for blood. I'm rope raw like my hand whirling in dust-dark dirt. Between the two of us, I'm always the one to get hurt. Mess with enough bulls to know I'll get the horns, but with you it's worse, it's more. Make me wish I'd never been born. Told myself when the last time came I'd be ready, but something was off. I felt you pull and drift. I wasn't ready. Felt it from the crowd, feel it now. I'm road raw, longing for one more, aching to quit, to feel what the hell it's all for. Still can't shake being shook, thrown off, losing it, losing you. Can't let go, can't be wrong, both bullheaded, we're long gone. 
a short bed pickup, and a long-term bike taking me back to Tulsa. Reliving it. Reliving you. In my rear view. Jackie Kraft was a writer and producer who worked at several radio and television stations during her career. Jackie's first book, called Under a Sunflower Moon, a collection of Cherokee stories and poems, will be published in October through our friends at Quillhawk Publishing. Gift of a Spider If a spider comes into your life, you should feel blessed because she brings the gift of silent weaving. Don't kill her, just escort her outside and wish her well. The spider is a metaphor for storytelling and a totem for writers. With simple needs, she is reclusive, productive, opportunistic, and creative. The spider weaves one magnificent web after another, and she is the center of her own universe. She works alone, balanced and delicate. The gift of the spider's web is on display for those who have eyes to see and the wisdom within to appreciate the endless designs she can make, like an infinity of stories that ensnare the unsuspecting reader, like the endless words that flow and make a poem turn out right, like the thoughts that once written string together across a page of prose, like the artist with a perfect eye for painting beauty. David Jennings is a rehab physician at the VA Medical Center in Muskogee. He's published over 20 poems in various journals, and his first book, The Smallest Hint, Photographs and Poems, was released in September 2022. He is currently compiling a second collection of photographs and poems for publication later this year. Raised in Claremore, Oklahoma, David now lives in Broken Arrow with his wife and daughter. Where in that dark deep were you? I knew not where the rest had gone, nor what had happened to the boat, nor what it was I held fast to. I was alive was all I knew, alone, afraid, awash, afloat, a fleck the fish would feed upon. Above the clouds would boil and churn, and flash and crack and groan and hiss as wave on wave swept over me. Below was nothing but the sea. I was a speck for the abyss to toss about and overturn. How it was that I was found, I knew not, nor where I awoke, nor whom I owed my life in debt. I was alive, no longer wet, no longer frantic not to choke nor flailing feet to find the ground. I was alive was all I knew, but where in that dark deep were you? Henbit is a non-binary poet, comedian, and musician. Raised in Southside OKC, they spent many hot summer days collecting coins from neighborhood streets and being a needlessly responsible eldest daughter. Their poetry is the natural result of that. I wonder if I could make a son from a recipe. I guess I'd want to make mine like the old son, the one I knew. She'd have Diet Coke and orange peels, a needlessly complicated heart, hydrogen, oxygen. My friend asked if singing about her helped wash the feelings away. I said it's different. It's not a pain you can move on from. It's like dusk. The sky is red and you know nighttime's on the horizon, but you look at the sun and you aren't sure she's coming back. And of course you want the sun to come back. You need the sun. And the sun needs to be needed.
but you aren't sure if you're ready for daylight. It's been dust for so long, after all. Will you shine so brightly when the world is lit? Will your candles hold flame if all you want is their warmth? And if the sun doesn't come back and it's night forever, will you make it? Will candles be enough? I'm not sure if being used to the dark makes living in it okay. I wish I had the recipe. Is a star something you can replace? I'm not sure how long I can carry a black hole. I guess eventually it'd look different. It'd gather the dust and gas and particles around me. Crack open a Diet Coke. Peel oranges for my friends. My event horizon. Carson Bowman is an electrical engineer from Moore, Oklahoma. She enjoys pursuing art outside of her technical job at OG&E and loves to try all of the crafts. She's also been enjoying playing around with KindaCraftyOKC.com and sharing the notion that anyone can practice art. Your package has arrived, appeared next to the familiar envelope icon. This notification made me squirm. The thought of not being able to take it inside made my stomach stir. All I could think about was it plopped there on the doorstep, wrapped in white folded cardboard with red and blue markings. I could hardly wait to confirm what the email claimed. Different scenarios where my package would no longer be there, completely out of reach. I slid the phone down into my pocket. I pressed the gas a little harder on my way home, utilizing torque a bit more than usual. As if those three extra minutes might protect that box. I threw my truck in park and squinted, searching for the sign of a delivery beneath my glass door. I forgot to breathe, jumped out, slowed my pace. Nothing accompanied the dead leaves that were left unswept. I trudged up to the porch, re-examining what had given me false hope. My head was down and absorbed in the text. Then I saw a silver of white pressing up against the lid of the mailbox. I flung the cover open. The black walnut wood blanks had arrived. Thomas Juarez is a retired soldier, author, and poet. Tom's first poetry collection, titled Every Moment Is Now, was released in early 2023. Red from Roses The rose petals feel so soft and smooth as prickly stems invade my flesh, peeling back layers of fibrous collagen. I'm happy to see you still love me. Salt from the ocean's breath effectuates a blissful burn. Pain reminds me I'm alive, and a thick red teardrop bids me good day. It tells me you still care. I am so eager to touch you, so eager to hold you, so eager to love you. The red from the roses paints a target on my lips. One kiss to wake me. Each second without you has aged me a day. After surviving five perceived centuries of loneliness, the reward of two roses for two days symbolizes your love. Bitten by one, I send the other on a wave, like one would a message in a bottle. In the morn, when you leave again, a rose rides the seas with you. As for tonight, please stay. Sydney Aaron is a published poet and licensed therapist. She's passionate about mental health education, disability awareness, and equality for all. Sydney lives in Oklahoma City with her two dogs, Lily and Padfoot. This is called Sweat Dreams. I was on the shore once, a stone, gazing at the water and then picked up by the current. 
The sea wore me down until I became it. Salt water, sweat and tears, raging tides, the ebb and flow of my experience. My body is a battleground, but you will not see it unless I share it. And I do share it with all the right people at all the wrong times. A few of the wrong people too. Giving love that does not belong to them, at least not yet. A relational Robin Hood, stealing affection from the rich to feed the poor, or maybe stealing from the poor to feed the rich, who say they need nothing from me, but we all expect something, whether it's connection or recognition or just to feel better about ourselves. My voice of reason is often unreasonable, mistaking chemistry for closeness and sweat for sincerity. I fall for the bad guys and tell myself at least they're honest about being bad. Who am I? I would never act this way, yet I'm living out a backwards bucket list of all the things I swore I'd never do, digging my way out of the hole I was in by digging deeper into the dirt, deeper into you. But dirt and water, salt and earth, we are not made to mix, and I am left wading through the mud, a mess of lies and lust, bedsheets and betrayal. Love the sin, hate the sinner, or was it the other way around? I want to say all's well that ends well, but there's no such thing as a happy ending. If it's over, someone's unhappy. And I'd love to wish you all the best, but it's hard to be the bigger person when you make me feel so small. Lucas Dunn is the mayor of Uptown and a writer and editor for Edible OKC. He's been published by McSweeney's and Faden, rejected by Taco Bell Quarterly, and interviewed by Vice New Zealand for his Stephen Adams fan fiction. Lucas resides in Oklahoma City with his roller skating partner and feline friend, Charlie Potato. Slapdash equity. Cleft palate vasectomy. Three-headed horse. Stands. Terse. And on course. Taut. And caught. Tamed and shot. Taught for not. Named and bought. Make him a diplomat. Slapdash equine. Mutton chop barrister. Makes a motion. All in favor say nay. An echo. A train yard. A knife fight. Surprise. A saddle. A bridle, a carrot before your eyes, a sideshow she sidles, a whinny, a whine, a fiddle, a faddle, a ruse and a lie. Oklahoma City is a comfortable bed I cannot awake from, a tar pit my carcass will be trapped inside forever. A mouse trap that has snapped my spinal column. Hundreds of people I'll never escape. All lovers, no fighters. An easily navigatable grid of gray roads. Oklahoma City keeps us imprisoned, like treasure weighing heavy in the hull of a sunken Spanish galleon. Oklahoma City is the cement highway barrier on I-40 that keeps us swerving off the road in a drunken 3 a.m. stupor. Oklahoma City is what keeps us where we are. It is an electromagnet that draws upon the iron in our blood. Or, Oklahoma City isn't the problem. We are. 
Oklahoma City is exactly like where you were from, just maybe cheaper and with shorter buildings and better salsa. Gary Redden is a writer, poet, and journalist from Oklahoma. He grew up among the cicada songs and tornado sirens, and his voice was born in that dissonance. He has an MFA from Lindenwood University. He's the author of An Abridged History of American Violence from Rose Rock Press. His new book, Quantum Entanglement, is forthcoming from Mouthfield Press in 2024. The National Geographic article claims that spiders have dreams. If I could, I would tell the spiders that we have dreams too, that these grotesque gods of meat and bone and electricity sleep. Can you imagine what it's like to spider dream, to find yourself on a gossamer throne? Each eye blinks and stares into a void of distance like stars, and God, how those stars breathe. And in that breathing, we gods of meat and bone and electricity see the face of reality, and she's wearing our skin like terry cloth. Ash, ash, all of it ash, not stars at all, but ash and blood and fire. And now, and now, and now National Geographic tells me that scientists have reanimated a spider's corpse. They call it necrobiotics. And you wonder if the spider dreams or racks itself with nightmares. Seth Copeland grew up in Indiahoma, Oklahoma, where he graduated high school with 18 other people. He is currently ABD at the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee, where he serves as managing editor of Cream City Review. He's also the founder of the digital text and image archive Petricor and co-host of the virtual open mic Finally Poetry. Shoveling out. Dust haloed, scratch-eyed, knee-deep in grain, we shovel toward the buried shriek of the auger. Our masks press sharply into our tear ducts as we slowly heave forward, exposing the rough concrete you laid the summer that boy beat up your brother, and you got suspended for threatening him on his home answering machine. You spent June helping Grandma fix fence, haul hay, dig, mow, and sweep, walking the pasture out back, becoming patients in the empty, finding a milkweed there, bursting loose, unable to contain its own entropy, and knowing the warning of that. When we slow up, exposing the drill, the grain bin rings with mechanical crows, and... As we snort, scratch, and to tumble out, wheat pours from our shoes like old blessings. I hope you enjoyed Volume 5 of Behind the Rain. Thanks for celebrating our poetry anniversary with us. A special thank you to all the poets who contributed work for this edition. I hope you'll take a minute to connect with these folks about the work you enjoyed. Remember, you can find their websites and social media handles in the show notes and at okiebookcast.com slash behind the rain. And while you're on the website, take a minute to check out interviews from the bookcast and sign up for the bookcast newsletter to get regular reviews and recommendations straight to your inbox. Remember, if you'd like to submit work for consideration for volume six, go to okiebookcast.com slash behind the rain for details. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you with volume six in October. Until then, go find something good to read.